Yeah, yeah, this your boy Ruckus, man. Whenever Ruckus. you touch down in Chicago, make sure you get in tune with your very own number one internet radio station on the planet, the G-Spot Lounge. Follow the movement. I want them. Yo, yo, what's good, y'all? It's the big homie DJ JT the Don, a.k.a. Mr. Mixtape Murder, B.K.A. Mr. Get You Heard. And every single Sunday night, you can catch me tuned in live to the G-Spot Lounge, number one internet show on the web. You can hear everything from live interviews to independent music. Now don't touch that mouse. Turn your speakers up. Now let's get into it. Let's get it. What it is, it's Ripper Man, and you rocking with the G-Spot Lounge, so turn your speakers up, let's go. Tuned in to the G spot, so you on now. Time to turn it up, the mic got the rock to go rebound. Tell them other stations that we don't play. Money coming back like a rebate. We in the same spot at the top. Eight o'clock every Sunday. Send your music in, get your songs played. That fire, you fire, that hot blaze. Wanna chat it up, got something to say. You can call it in like a sick day. Elias with the intellect, we the hottest set on the internet. Hood cash with the Smith and West, and they hold the shelves like a bird's nest. Ask around in the shot town, it goes down. Bring your best out, turn the show out, you on live now. Who the competition there? Time out. Hope you're turning in, cause it's going down in a G, G spot, spot, land. G-Spot, we got a new caller. Bring it on. G-Spot Lounge, who's calling? Bubsy Millions, what's good, family? Hey, what's good, man? How you doing? Slow motion, but there's no motion. What's the drill? Hey, let people know who you are, where you calling from, what you do. Um, Bubsy Millions, originally from Bronx, New York, and Harlem. Now resided in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm an actor, host, and hip-hop artist. So you, you say you're an actor. What, what films you been in? I've been in Hurt People, Hurt People, directed by Reggie Adams and Keep the Change Entertainment. And I was in, um, forgot the other joint called Wilton, Wilton Hearts, I believe. You forgot? Didn't you get a paycheck? You can't forget that kind of shit, man. Facts. <laughs> a minute ago. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You said a minute ago is like, what, a couple years? Yeah. And they put it out. Um, they, when they filmed it, they put it out instantly. But the Hurt People, Hurt People was about domestic violence and he actually you know wanted to go through the festivals and everything and he finally got it clear so it could be on Vimeo and that's a, that's available right now for people for people when you get a chance if you could talk to him man we could get it on neighborhood cinema oh yeah definitely I would, I would talk to him and let him know alright that's what's up so and, and how long you been doing your 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 um your, your rap 
of my life. Um, I started out with Swiss Beats in the Bronx. Um, he was a, a DJ in my building on the bottom floor. I stayed like on the second floor, so he was the first person to actually get me rapping. And ever since then, I just it's just been on. Y- y'all still cool? Yeah, we still cool. You know what I mean? Not not in that sense the way I feel like you know I need to ask him for any favors or anything. I'd rather get it on my own. That's yeah, what's up. Cool. I know you've been grinding, doing your thing, man. Are are you at the level that you want to be at, or are you still trying to get to a different level? I'm still trying to get to a different level. Even when I get to the next level that I want to be at, it's always good to keep goals in mind to be goal driven, so you don't get stagnated. Exactly. And and you know that that's good, man. It's like I seen your videos. I see you doing your thing, and and you're consistent at it. A lot of people not consistent. Yeah, we we all got no breaks. You know, I don't have I don't have the luxury of just sitting around and right now with everybody being quarantined and dealing with this pandemic. You know, this is definitely the time that they're probably consuming more music more than ever. So it's better to just keep flooding the market and just keeping your name ringing. Hey, I agree because if if you don't, soon you'll be having a duffel bag with a mask knocking on the bank window. Facts. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But uh, but that's good, man. And you say you from from where now? Where, where you at now? Right now I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, that's what's up, man. I used to come down through there a lot, but it was when I flew in there. But I was going to Goldsboro. Oh yeah, Goldsboro is thorough. I, I, I rock with Goldsboro. I, I rock with Goldsboro. Yeah, that, that that it's nice out there, man. It's mellow, everything. Oh yeah, any any town down here, I got a borough. <laughs> yeah. At the end of it, it's pretty it's pretty good to you know what I mean come through a place and have a good time. You know, North Carolina, but the Carolinas in general is, is a great place to come and visit and come and network. We got a lot of things moving and shaking. Um, being like, you know, the baby being the number one artist right now in the game is, is out here making noise. And he's uh, he's out there in Charlotte, which is about two and a half hours from there. So, and what, what about, y'all didn't forget about y'all boy, Petey Pablo, did you? Oh, uh, no, we didn't forget about him. But like, <laughs> like you were saying, you know, we're not putting out no music or your name is not written like that. Hey, well, hey, why, why don't you bring him in the game then? Put him I, on. I was thinking about that, but again, once you get to that level, <laughs> it'll be more simple versus being at the level I'm at right now, and, and he's and someone thinking that they're doing me a favor. You feel me? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but um. Uh, Hey man, but it, it, it's good though when you see people prosper and you know move up and everything and just different people. And it's like for me, you know, I love to meet different people that I don't know. And it's like you you bring something different. It's like the way you care yourself. Yes, sir. And, and and it's all good. Oh yeah, we we working on maintaining a positive image. I think that's what's lacking in the game. Um, being vulnerable um, and being authentic, genuine about about your music i think now that it's an independent market you don't really have to go through record labels it's not so much of them um microwaving your music and just packaging it any type of way and, and distorting your image is like right now you being me being independent along with um you know a couple of major artists it's, it's allowing all of us to have that creative create creative free freedom to be able to do what we want when we want and but do you think like people is like watering down the game because you know a lot of artists are shooting their own videos they printing out everything they doing everything that they used to pay for so but a lot of people since it's easier to do that it's a lot more watered down and weak music coming out what you think about that i think i think it's a great thing you know what i mean um you know i i, I was getting i don't know about you guys but i was getting tired of the you know the the, the music that was just being shoved in my face that wasn't really having any substance to it but it was a great you know jingle or a great commercial song 
um, you know, but now you can, you can really put out something with substance and something that people really can gravitate to because it's not, you know, it's not packaged that way. But I think it's kind of watered down a little bit, even though it's more easier. Let's just say somebody come out called Jay Bones, whatever. All right, he got distribution here in Walmart, here in Target, here and wherever. That's cool. That's good. But who's going to buy it? Because nobody knows who the fuck Jay Bones is. You know what I'm saying? So it becomes, but nobody know who you are to buy your music to even listen to it. That's a lot of the watered down part of it. And people don't have the business part of it. They just looking at, oh, I can do it. He did it. Now it's done. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You better, you better not ask. Like, I didn't, I didn't fully understand what you meant by watered down. Yeah, if you put it that way, um, I agree with you 1,000%. I also seen that happening before. You know, it's, uh, there was a lot of great artists that would be on the shelf, even if they went through a record label and had their image, you know, um, distorted, mainly because... You know, even when they came out, the music wasn't as good, you know, and, and people would still say, I don't know who this person is or who that person is, you know, um, especially with our era now, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of the younger artists that are, um, I think, you know, if you come from that 90s, 2000 ever, you don't really gravitate to that type of music, you know, you gravitate to whatever came out during your era, you know what I mean? And we had a lot of um, really vanilla, I call it CB4 type of, type of artists that was like, <laughs> Right. What What do you think? I mean, music is music. Music tells a story on if a person's real, if they phony, if it's make believe. It's almost like the movies. You know right. what I'm saying? Everybody has a story. So, what do you think about drill music? I think drill music is is the it's the new version of just hardcore gangster music. You know, um, something that you want to get, you want to party to, you want to release your anger to, you want to. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just don't feel like being happy. You're not happy all the time. You're not mad all the time. And I believe, you know, as a as an entertainer, you're supposed to be able to get all of those feelings across. My favorite um, entertainer slash artist would be Tupac because he was able to tap into all different types of emotions. He didn't just give you, you know, drill music or gangster rap or love songs or conscious music. He gave you every aspect of, of himself and what whatever society was um, throwing out there at the time. You know what I mean? So drill music right now is, is just that type of vibe where you want to dance, you want to you wanna groove, but at the same time, you want to release that anger. You can't call it crunk music, right? Because crunk is kind of outdated. But see, but but that's the thing. I mean, I don't know. It may be different out there where you at, but drill music realer than gangster music because drill music is actually done what they rapping about. You know, so that's a big difference. And and actually, drill music is is from what I hear and what I've seen. and then you have like documentary type movies and if if we're talking about drill music in that type of sense i would say that it's a documentary of what these guys are doing and um, unfortunately it definitely could be used against you in the court of law <laughs> right right now yeah big time you know and and a lot of the guys i know that's doing drill music man they they got some excellent music they got some excellent lyrics but you can't ride down the street bumping that you know what i'm saying because it's like you might be in this hood and it's these people and they don't agree with it you know what i'm saying but they music man it's like a lot of these guys who gonna 
passed away. Man, they they music. I, I you know some of them I didn't never, never heard of, but when I go and listen to it, I'm like, damn, they got some good music. But the thing is, is you can't ride down the street and bump that because it's like, okay, now you in this hood, and you bumping that. Now it look like, you know, you were up. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I didn't. Being that you guys are out there in Illinois, um, I guess it's, you know, and that's one of the, uh, if, if not the originator of Detroit music, mm-hmm. um, I work side with um, New York. Um, I think they're really pushing that too. Um, we, you know, down here in the South, we, we play our music, but we don't play it to the extent that we have to worry about what side of town we are on. You know, we don't. You don't play it that loud. It used to be a situation where, you know, you're riding down the street and your system is booming and, and you wanted everybody to hear what's going on. But us down here, we're more secluded with how we listen to our music unless we're in a party environment. And right. Normally, once you get to that party, you pretty much know what you're getting yourself into. Right. You you know, that, that's like NWA, gangster right. music. I mean, they rapped about what they saw, but not... I mean, maybe once in a while you heard Easy E mention Crips. Other than that, you didn't hear them mentioning about I'm riding with this and I'm banging with this. I did this. They was it was storytelling, but it was gangster storytelling. Ice Cube. It's like he wrote most of their shit, and he he was not a gangster. He grew up in a white neighborhood. He he went to college, so he know how to use his metaphors and stuff like that. But it, when he did it, it was like, damn. Because when NWA came out, you thought Ice Cube was the hardest motherfucker in the group. But he's not. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the thing. It's like, it's a difference from storytelling gangster music. And it's a difference from telling real music. Facts. Facts. I agree. That's totally different. Nowadays, I think since the accessibility of putting out songs are so easy, people just watering it down putting out anything and it becomes acceptable because you know like if people put out drill music i don't have nothing against like i say it's nice music but i can't ride down the street with somebody saying they blew so-and-so's head off or they smoking on this certain person pack i can't you know what i'm saying because to me that's disrespectful for the person that passed away to their family and everything like that but 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 it's good music though and i like to hear drill music from different different cities different states because like you said it's a difference than it is from up here yeah we don't really get into the lifestyle of that music we just more or less just really into the artistry of the music correct correct you know we don't have a lot of game bait we have don't get me wrong you know the Carolinas is you know there's gangsters everywhere uh, and, and game bangers everywhere nowadays um, back then I believe it was a, a little bit more um, stationed you know structure you had, you had your Chicago sets you had your LA sets you had your but since everybody's been branching out and like you said the music is accessible and it's really no gatekeeping and yeah this is that type of situation but the, the great thing i love about it is that you know we with, with so much music you have a, you have options you have things that you you can choose to listen to or not choose to listen to correct i have a question if i may yes ma'am now he hit on a good point with drill music why does drill music have to have to sound the way that it sounds versus me growing up in the 70s? Why is it so hardcore? Um, I believe it's just really depicting the times that we're in. And the generations. Yeah, in the, in the 70s, it was a lot of um, issues as far as civil rights and things of that nature. So we were screaming about unity and coming together and, and, and trying to figure out what's going on, right? You had that obligation, like, what's going on and, and, right. and that type of, type of um, 
out there. Then in the 80s, it was more of that, oh, it's the, it's the crack era, and everybody's trying to get people off the drugs and, you know, getting back into their communities. And that's when you get the self-destruction and the, the Africa being better and all of the, um, the African, uh, African uh, medallions and stuff like that. At the beginning of the 90s, where you got people that started getting into money, like Master P and, and Cash Money and Diddy and, and Death Row, to where it became about being flashy and, 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 and showing that you got the money even though we came from nothing. We figured out what's going on. We got past self-destruction. Now we got this money. What are we doing with it? And for a moment, you know, when you, like, you do things trapped in the cave and somebody allows you to get some type of light, it takes a while for you to adjust your eyeballs and your, and your emotions and your, and your being to being in that light from being in the darkness. Right. So if it's going to take a, a moment for people to really understand like what um, advantages we have with this music, because a lot of the, a lot of the times we wasn't able to be able to, to really speak about what's going on. All of this police brutality, it's not like it's, it's new. Like, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing to me how people try, try to act like it's new, right. you know? But it, it's, it's not, you know? And it's and because it's right there in your face, everybody can pull out a camera phone and be able to record it and then upload it. When you see that, you want this, like, instant gratification in a negative way to be like, look, I, I have to say something about this. And, and maybe I don't have the vocabulary because I didn't, I didn't graduate high school. I didn't have a lot of role models to be able to, to break down what I'm feeling. So I'm just going to say how I feel the way I feel. And whether you like it or not, that's how I feel. Okay. But I'm being, I'm being real to myself and, and you know, how I put out this music. You know what I mean? So I, I, I totally understand, like, you know, it, it's very hardcore. It's very um, obscene. It's, definitely, um, definitely. You know, <laughs> you know, definitely. A lot to take in. But when you go to these neighborhoods, you know, if you haven't done community service or, you know, you had to deal with people that have mental issues, you know, PTSD and, and things of that nature, and they haven't been um, diagnosed correctly or seen any type of therapeutic help, this is what, this is they, this is they way of expressing themselves. You know what? I, I don't, I don't knock music. Like, mm -hmm. I, I've been raised in the 70s, so I, I don't knock it. Uh-huh. You know, I, I love music, but the, the music of today, my only thing is what message are they sending to, the, to this generation and the up and coming generation? That's what I'm saying. Think that far, Queen. You know, not to say that they're short-sighted, it's just they don't even plan on living that long. Yeah, and that's, and that's only if you have that option. And I realize that everybody is not fortunate to have that option. I wish it was all a fear equal treatment for all of us to be able to get out the hood. But I have a friend that's been hustling since he was 13 years old. His mother was a prostitute and his grandmother was too old and he didn't have no other family that was coming and willing to help out. So now you gotta hit the streets and you're 13, 14 years old and you're paying your, your parents' bills because the parents is not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Now, how do you tell somebody that's been paying their bills and taking care of their grandmother and their mother since they was 14 years old that they, they, don't, they shouldn't be angry? But but you, and I feel like I feel like when people say oh they didn't have a choice they didn't this I feel like it's if you choose to have a choice you know so that's the thing so when people say oh well you know nobody taught me it's because you didn't choose to learn. Yeah, I think it takes it's a lot of different factors that play into that. Um, you know, intelligence. You know, emotional maturity. Um, you know, surrounding yourself with certain type of people that help you with that. You know, um. I realized that again, you know, everybody didn't have access to that. I, I, I went to the Boys and Girls Club. Um, you know, I, I reached out to mentors and, and and 
tried to stay away from certain things. But at the end of the day, I had a parent that was responsible and I had a family that was responsible in making sure that I got certain information. And then I had to do my own you know, self-discovery and, and research to make sure that whatever they are teaching me is true. You know, there's a lot of things that we've been taught to believe that's not actually true. You know, if, if, even if we're just dealing with the Bible or, or education, you know, now that we have knowledge itself and there's a lot of information on the internet, we realize that we haven't been told the truth. And it's exactly, been, exactly. You know what I mean? And it was, now that you have these people that, that realize that they don't believe, they don't have the hope in what anybody else is telling them because, you know, our parents didn't really know or if they knew, they act like they didn't, you know what I mean? They, they didn't try to in, impress that on us. You know what I mean? It's, it's a facade. It's, it's, it's entertainment. You, exactly. And, 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 I, don't, exactly. I, don't, I don't look at it. You no, know, a, a lot of times we have a problem identifying things. We don't like to call a spade a spade. We, we want to fall under this illusion. And I don't know if it's something that's been conditioned into us or brainwashed into us that even when we know that something is not real, we were still trying to lean into it. You know what I mean? The perception, the illusional side. Not realizing, like, I right, we just call it what it is. It's entertainment. Nobody's believing that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the real Terminator. Nobody's believing Sylvester Stallone is the real Rambo. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it's, it's just like, okay, if I'm, if I'm just going to call it what it is, it's entertainment. I'm, I don't believe none of this stuff that these guys are rapping about. I just really feel like they're having fun. You know what? I, I thank you for saying what you just said. Like, for me, like, diversity of music, like I said, for me, the 70s, like, I'm from, like, the Marvin Gaye, the Temptation, where music made sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though I'm, I'm in the new century, certain music, rap, I, I can't get with. You know, people say, oh, it's making it old school. I, I, that's something I can't help because it makes sense. So it's like when I listen to certain music of today, what am I to do? Because it's almost like for young people, what they understand. You know what I'm saying? So how but, can I switch over to diversity? That's right. And um, I agree with y'all. You know, um, definitely in the 70s, um, you know, with me being a college student and being able to access um, the Alonis Funk and... Um, Nina Simone, Billie Holiday, you know, that that's a little bit ahead of the 70s, um, but that music carried on a message and it transformed the times that they were in. You know, I, I definitely believe Nina Simone is ahead of her time. Um, you know, and, and a lot of great women artists don't get the credit that they deserve because of the masculinity that's, you know, perceived in this, in this market. Drill music, and that lifestyle is really, to me, no different than being in the 70s and playing um, Billie Holiday, Strange Fruit, and being around white people and them feeling a certain type of way about it. Because it's, it's the truth in our community, but in their community, they, it made them feel uncomfortable to hear a song about black people being lynched. So it's, it's for whatever audience that you, like, or whatever concert that you want to attend, you know what I mean? You feel like that's not your cup of tea. Yeah, but, I definitely want to boil you that water and, and add a tea back to it. Now, I would, you know what I mean? Go to where I feel more comfortable. I felt comfortable knowing about activism and wanting to do better for my community because I grew up in that type of community. Again, everybody don't have that. You know, if you grow up in a situation where you're, 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 all you see is drugs, prostitution, violence, more than likely, that's what you're going to adapt to. But and it's rare that you'll be able to get out of that situation. But like you said, like the 70s music and mm -hmm. the drill music. Back then, 
it was more about a movement and empowering people. So drill music is totally the opposite. And not just that, it's like people back then will take the positive music and laugh at it. You know what I'm saying? So that's a difference versus like now. Like you won't have any white person to listen to drill music unless their kids are into that era as a fan. That's right. You know, you you won't have them to to do that. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to be, you know, a mascot for America. Yeah. I'm not. Here you go. You hit it right on the head. I'm glad you said that because um, ideologies, right? Political ideologies will let us know that this is capitalism at its finest. You know, it's not so much of a democracy. It's this is a republic. Exactly. We, we disguise it as a democracy. We we want the people to feel like they have some type of control and say so what they are doing, but. We really don't. And a lot of people know that and decide to still stay here. You know, one of one of the things that was going on last year was this Black Lives Matter movement, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we know we shouldn't be identifying ourselves with a color. Nobody else does that except when they are trying to relate to us. Exactly. They'll say, oh, I'm white or I'm brown. But when they get around any people, white people get around white people, they, they'll tell them what region they're from, what geographical place they're from. We are so afraid of claiming Africa as if it's a plague or something. Exactly. And we're, we're content with being disrespected every day and don't want to, and still want to be American. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I'm glad you said that because I'm my culture is so diverse. Uh-huh. I'm not just only black. That's right. I'm, I'm German. I'm Caucasian. I'm all of that, which is beautiful. Facts. That that's it. Color yeah, is just a word. I just wish people would just get over that. It's it's just a word because it's just beautiful. But but you know, speaking of that, I think just looking through history. I mean, you know, I'm not saying negatively toward white people, but at the same time, when you look at it historically, you don't like white people don't like black people. or why, and It's like, why? Because of the color of our skin. But the thing is, you didn't you don't in the slave times, you didn't like black people. And you treat them like shit, but you wanted the black women to nurse your kids. Not only that, they fed your kids. Not only that, you raped black women. Right. But you don't like blacks. It's like why? Because you were scared. But look at now. And and at the same time, it's like j- just the thought of it makes you mad. Because in my opinion, no black person is racist to say, "Hey, I don't like you because you're white. We don't like you because what you've done and how you treat black people." It's a big difference. Facts, facts. Now I'm glad you said that, and then you asked a great question. Why? Now we, if, if we want to understand the why, we've looked at history and seen that they had breeding camps. Mm-hmm. Breeding camps meaning, you know, they took the black baby and made him brown and then the brown baby into light skin and the light skin into white. Yeah. This is about genetics to them. If mm-hmm. all of these white people mix in with these black people, there would be no more white people. White people just yeah. got here. This is, a, this is a new type of situation. This is a mutation that happened during the, the ice age. You know, you go exactly. outside right now because it's winter, you'll get ashy if you just wash up and go back and you don't got none of that for thousands of years. Right. You're gonna start eventually all of the ash builds up and then eventually you become light skin or white. Pigmentation. So once, once that mutation happened, yep. they, they they identified themselves as white or European or Caucasian and they want to keep their identity. I don't see a problem with it. You know, I I, I, I recognized it 
and they want to they want to keep their family as far as like like we're all family right as far as the human family but your domestic household is your domestic household and then everybody else is like cousins or you know second cousins or third cousins and they want to keep their domestic household the same this is they they feel like this is their land they claimed it um the queen sent christopher columbus over here with a pack and told him to go get some workers like if we talk about like on a block metaphorically that's what anybody would do and you're not really too worried about the workers the workers didn't do anything to have a say so y'all got picked up we got picked up on the way here we didn't put nothing into the situation to have a say so and i don't know about you but you know when you got your own thing set up you're not really listening to nobody that didn't invest nothing into the situation and you know that, that that's that's understandable but the thing is again it could be understood if it was actually that way but when you gotta manipulate things example france gave the statue of liberty to say well you know um we sorry for slavery which was a black face but because they said that european america would not accept that they put a european face on it but if you look at the feet of statue of liberty it still had chains why manipulate it why manipulate that you know what I'm saying? That's And they they remind us of that every day. They tell us to go back where we came from. And I don't have a problem doing that. I don't wonder I wonder why we still here. Like that's it's an abusive relationship. It's like somebody keeps slapping you and taking your money and telling you that you are nothing and, and you don't have no say so and then you still just stay in that relationship. You wouldn't but, do that with any other situation. But but the thing is though, when they say come back where you from, you know what I'm saying? Just little things like that to when you try to be superior. To want people to acknowledge them. I don't feel that I have to do that. Because I'm in my own running. I construct what I want, how I want, when I want, the way I want. It shouldn't take a, it shouldn't take a color to differentiate right from wrong. You're superior from the other. I mean, I have grandchildren. God's sake, that's mixed. I'm mixed. But their color shows more of the Caucasian side, if you will more so than the color side but it should make a difference because at the end of the day color is just something in a box no, I actually don't. That's what I was getting to. I don't even call myself black. I call myself African American. Right. Uh, I say I'm Indian. You know what I'm saying? Indian American. You know right. what I mean? We have the you know the original people. Um, you know, because again, this is all something that became something new. All of this color colorism. This is a new concept. You know what I mean? And again, this is being able to protect their livelihood. And, and and you know what? And with this Trump situation. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of not not saying that you praise what happened and everything, but it showed a lot. It showed a lot, meaning that it's sore losers, sore losers, because this man, you know, he was on some bullshit. You know it. He said it. He acted out. But yet, people got mad if he didn't stay in office, and that lets you know how many people out here is on bullshit. Yeah. And that's pretty much the, the population, bro. Like, the American dollar is based off of the gold, and the gold is already pretty much gone. You yep. know? So they don't have... It's just the illusion that America is still a superpower, but it's not. This is a lick. You're supposed to come here and get your money and get up out of here. Most, the most foreigners do that. They don't sit here and deal with the BS the way that we do. 
because we want to claim something that is not ours. We we didn't claim it. We've been here before. Don't get me wrong. We, we probably touched every part of the earth. But it's about claiming something, and we didn't claim it. So now, if we're not from Africa, and they're telling us that we're not from America, where are we from, bro? Right, and, and, and not just that. This last year just showed us how corrupt the government is. It just shows how much power that they actually do not have. You know, because it's like in my lifetime, in your lifetime, how many times can people infiltrate stuff? That's just like uh, unemployment up here. Man, people got infiltrated so bad that it's messed up. You know what I'm saying? It's like people not getting money, people getting money for for other people. And it's like that has never happened. And why? Because the government going to show their weakness. That's they show they're not that powerful. That's happened before, bro. History is repeating itself. That happened before. Um, I don't, if, if you're familiar with the 40 acres in the land and then the Indian reservations, it was a lot of people that was portraying to be Indians to be able to get that land. And it was a, a lot of uh, Caucasian people that would do that and say that they were Indians or what have you mm-hmm. to be able to get those reservations to be able to have those special liberties. And, you know, it's the same thing now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, again, I don't, all of this stuff is not new to me if you're paying attention to history it's just more in the forefront because we have cameras we can see it the media is not being able to dictate what's being seen and what's not that was the, the other issue with the, the, the freedom of press you know what i mean it wasn't really freedom of press you had you were you were censored on what you could put out and what you can't put out now it's not there's no censor and that's what they're trying to get back to they, they wanted they was able to ban president trump off of tiktok and twitter and all of it because they felt like his language is, was inciting bias and everything but again that's a, 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 a opinion you know if for his people that might have been his freedom of speech but for us or people that disagreed with what he was talking about it was obscene and it was it was volatile and we didn't we didn't like it but we didn't have to deal with it you know he got he got voted out of office um, we, we're moving on to a new president, um, but you know, none of this stuff lasts forever. But you know what? I, the, the most truthful thing about this is mm-hmm. people have changed, but the color of money stays the same. Facts. Facts. People don't, now, people don't be, see that. That's going to be a, a, a new change. Um, with um, Gaddafi, he was looking to liberate at the whole continent of Africa and making it one central bank based off of the natural resources that was in Africa, which would have been the only place to be able to do that. Everybody else dollar is based off of, or euro is based off of some type of resource. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Because when you go anywhere else, their cursing is much different from the United States. That's right. That's right. We're actually in that. You know, the gold in Fort Knox has been, has been, deflated you know it's, it's it's not holding any value like it used to back in the day so now they're looking for something else and they had to stop Gaddafi from being able to do that because then that would have made africa the superpower because they have all of the resources the lithium the for your cell phones the diamonds the rubies but the you know the sugar spices anything that could be imported or exported can be found in africa and if you base your dollar off of that then who else is in competition with you and, and i'm glad you also guys Pointed out that this is competition because if we look at what capitalism is, that's exactly what it is. Exactly. And, and, you, and you know, <laughs> you and, don't have to be here though. Again, we can get a passport of one hundred and fifty dollars. Exactly. And, and you know what? Ask, you can go right to Canada, or we can go to South America, and they have communism or they have socialism. You know, all of these other isms that you could you can explore. The world is not just about 
United States. Again, this, to me, this is an abusive relationship. Me to go home or go where I came from, you don't have to tell me twice. Again, all of this is not new. Corruption is within the government. You know, it, it, it took, what did, what, did, what did we celebrate the 4th of July? You know, that's dumb saying that even though British helped them or the European Union helped them get established over here, once they got established, they said, forget y'all. Yep. We don't need y'all no more. That's all man made, though. That's, that's all man made. That's what, no. that, that's, that's like a propaganda. Facts, that's what that's they what want you to believe. And, and you know what the saddest part is? We can go on and on for 50 hours to two days to five days. It's not going to change anything. You know what it's I'm saying? Not that way. It's designed not to be changed. Hey, bro, we don't mean to, to keep you on here, man, because we're trying to squeeze everybody in. And that this is one of the reasons I wanted, you know, to do this at the crib, because it gave people an opportunity to to talk and, and, and to talk about things versus I felt like everybody would be rushed. In that in that little time frame, and I wouldn't been able to play, you know, people's music. And I'm glad you did it this way, bro. But you know what? We we appreciate the realism. That's what it's about. The realism. Shoot out your social media. How people can um, stay in contact with me. You gotta forgive me, man. I've been drinking and shit. (laughs) I know what you're getting to. Um, Right now, I have the single out called Niggas N E G U S. This. Um, it means king or emperor or, and, and, or monarchy in, in biblical literature and is derived in, in Ethiopia. Um, I believe that that's where they got the other word nigga from, you know, N-I-G-G-A, you know, and right now it's about uplifting the people and getting them to take the power uh, take the power back. You know what I mean? It, it, I don't want people to still be getting offended at the fact that they're being called a nigga when the definition has been manipulated and a lot of propaganda has been into it to make you feel like it's supposed to represent ignorance when actually it, it represented royalty. So when I get a chance, check out that, that new single with us, N-E-G-U-S. Um, it's available on YouTube, Spotify, all single platforms. And my social media is, is at Bubsy Millions, everything. Twitter, um, Instagram, Facebook. I kept everything simple and sweet and short so you guys could be able to find me. I'm not hiding from you guys. I'm not trying to be able to listen to this music and, and, and get some enlightenment. On, on all different avenues uh, and, and, and emotions that we have, we've been all dealing with as humans, you know, not not just one race or one color, just as a human race. This is what we deal with, you know what I mean? And y'all, y'all, y'all see when y'all listen to the music that it, it's, a, it's a change coming. It's going to be subtle. Um, the new mixtape that I'm dropping is called The Renaissance, hosted by DJ SNS. Um, the Renaissance meaning uh, a change is coming, you know what I mean? So I appreciate y'all allowing me to come up here and express my thoughts and, and talk about something outside of the music. And I, when you guys get a chance, please check out my music. Thank you. Will do, will do. And thank you so much for your words of inspiration. We definitely appreciate it. And we, we, gonna, we, we got your song. We're going to get ready to play it. If you got something to talk about or whatever, and if I got a platform to allow people to do so, then that's what I do. Thank you. I commend you guys and I salute you guys for allowing us artists to be able to express ourselves and be able to talk about what we need to talk about to get people to understand, you know, our music and our image on our pages. You know what I mean? Again, it's all entertainment. My real name is not Bubsy Millions. You know, my name is Ronald Wright. Can't go wrong with Mr. Wright. You know what I mean? It's not a name that I'm scared to, you know, <laughs> to right. put out there. You know, some people have some weird real weird <laughs> <laughs> but you know it, it, to me it's all it's all synonymous you know what I mean you want to get to know the entertainer as well as getting to know the 
person behind the entertainer. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not that person 24-7. I don't think anybody is the same 24-7. You're not the same as you would be on your job than you would be at home or with people that you feel more comfortable around. And you know, and that's good, man. Facts, facts. I mean, I'm always here, bro. My home is your home. Um, I typically don't forget who I'm dealing with. I might forget, like, the labels or, you know, like, how, how I didn't remember the name of the movie, but I can tell you the actors or the people that I've dealt with in those situations. Michael Bowie, um, Elodie Angelique, she was the director and writer of the film, you know. So, to me, this age of Aquarius, this age of communication is allowing us to be able to reach out to each other from different parts of the world and not feel like you're in this alone, you know. All you got to do really is just pull up, bro. Whenever, like you said, you come to go, brother. You in the area you want to hang out, get a drink or whatever, I'm here, bro. I'm not a person that's, you know, so far out there that I don't want to be in contact with my people on the ground level. That's where it all starts at, you know what I mean? That's what's up. That's well, what's up. we thank you so much. We welcome you to the G-Spot thank Lounge family. You keep encouraging, especially the young. In this day and age, keep encouraging. Don't stop. Keep flowing. I will. I won't stop. I won't stop. I won't stop. That's what's up, man. So, um, before we get out of here, introduce your single. There's, again, the single is Niggas, N-E-G-U-S. It means King, Emperor, Monaki. Uh, Monaki, and, and, and it's um, produced by A1, Made This Beat, um, out of New York. And please check it out on all streaming platforms, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, Title. That's what's up, man. Thank and so and thank you for calling in. Stay safe. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right, take it easy. Y'all do the same. Peace. First you cut a pot, pick a frog. Then you cut a chef it in the pot. Then you cut a move it off the block. Now your ass is whipping off a lot. Now your ass is owning up some lots. Now it's time to turn it up a notch. Put your brothers on to the spot. And now we all niggas. They screaming, what's the legacy? The pedigree, the shit is real. Put my people's on, you put your people's on, we getting milk. Ain't no time to sleep. Niggas gotta eat, we pay bills. Fuck the bullshit for 46. Niggas know the deal. Buying property, just like Monopoly. Blowing on the broccoli, fucking the beef and broccoli. Snicker, it ain't gonna stop for me. I told my fan we got a scam just to get some grants. Be cool as a fan, we be fooling the land. So my man said, let's go. Half on the petrol, we fired Enterprise and putting money aside it. For them ready days, we bring the drama to your mama for them commas. My nigga, you know we ran the case, ready for the throwdown. Shit's about to go down, uh. Mickey D is about to clap. Now, now you was a mouth for lynching, a preacher no the stool pitches. You might be deep in the game, but you got the fools missing, huh? First you cut a pie, pick a fry. Then you cut a chef it in the pot. Then you cut a move it off the block. Now your ass is whipping off a lot. Now your ass is owning up some lots. Now it's time to turn it up a notch. Put your brothers on to the spot. And now we all niggas getting I'd rather be your N-E-G-U-S So we can get drunk, smoke sex, release stress Get money, confess, let it gain interest Now you whipping the legs, taking trips on the jet They see you as a threat, because they own insecurities You know why? Because, because they ain't got security They ain't got nothing stable, no lights or no cable They see you as a fable, fairy tale, oh well, very well My peoples, we stack up, we keep it moving like a U-Haul Cause we pack up, you better back Parties as well, but it's nothing like starting the business, making the sale. You need four sources of income to be a millionaire. Smarting up, you big dumb nigga. It's real here, real here since the '80s. Just crack babies, always at the hustle. Ain't nothing about it's lazy, huh? First you cut a pie, pick a fry. Then you cut a chef it in the pot. 
Then you kinda move it off the block Now your ass is whipping off a lot Now your ass is owning up some lots Now it's time to turn it up a notch Put your brothers on to the spot And now we all niggas getting quiet Ay. Now we all niggas getting quiet Ay. Now we all niggas getting quiet Ay. Put your brothers on to the spot Ay. And now we all niggas getting quiet Ay. Now we all niggas getting quiet Ay. Now we all niggas getting quiet Put your brothers on to the spot Ay. And now we all niggas getting quiet uh.